0: Alex Rice, uh, founder, uh, you know, I'm going to say CEO now of Bandbox. Founder and CEO of Bandbox here in Minneapolis. What Matt's, gave you pause? Up until now, I don't think Bandbox was big enough to have a CEO. Are you incorporated?
1: LLC. Yeah, you are an LLC? Is that incorporated? I think, I think that's, yeah, yeah. I mean, I am very unbusiness savvy, but I think... I think that's. I think you. Well, I know
0: our official legal name is Bambox LLC. If we were incorporated, wouldn't we be Bambox Inc.? Yeah. Well, maybe they're the same thing. Maybe they're synonymous.
1: No, there's like
0: they're different types of incorporation or something. Different strokes for different folks. <laughs> We're doing the Strokes today, and uh, that's uh, you're, you're hearing the voice of uh, Seth Lichtenstein, Bandbox's own Seth Lichtenstein. We saw the Strokes together once. It was a, we a did Joe, yeah, at Shaky Knees, Atlanta, 2015.
1: Yeah, so, we we became our own uh, air air cover band of the Strokes.
0: How can I forget the Air Strokes? So, so that show I remember, uh, you know, it was 2015. So every album except the most recent one, the new Abnormal, was out. Um, I remember. It was very light on the the latest two albums uh it was it was a hit, hit hit hit, although i would i would have liked a little more angles uh because i've i've i i think i like angles more than most
1: uh if you want more angles you should have said something during the show and we could have we we could have moved over to
0: the other side and like right yeah, i i was yeah yeah i should have spoken up i don't know yeah. i was just a little shy i was like uh, maybe i thought I we had like good, i was I thought we had a good angle but you know if you wanted another angle I would have been okay. I you agree. would have been accommodating. I was like well maybe Seth likes the the accessibility to the bathroom or maybe the you know there's the bar right there. It's like thinking back on shaking knees 2015 it's just like an embarrassment of riches, right? Um, yeah. it was 5 years ago but they they don't make they don't make them like that they anymore. They don't make them like that anymore. The Strokes, Ride, Noel Gallagher, uh um, Pixies, uh, Interpol, Interpol, TVOR. Yeah, the list in the list just goes on and on. Uh, Strokes, uh, great band, uh, and uh, I love the new album, the new, the new Abnormal it's uh it's incredible it feels like the strokes are like just completely back it's all um, yeah it, it's it's old school strokes but 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 not always i mean it's like they're finally i feel like you know they've the last couple albums kind of had that 80s kind of feel they at, and we're since and it gets dancier but like it's, a song like brooklyn bridge to <laughs> chorus that's just like the culmination of I everything are trying
1: to do. Yeah, this song I mean I suppose this song does l- literally sample a psychedelic furs song. But uh that no that's uh, eternal summer. Right, I know no no. no yeah. I mean, I meant this album, not this oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What I say? Yeah. I meant I meant this album. So, I guess I guess it does a little bit of their uh Yeah. They needed a little help from the Furs. <laughs> but they always had a, a bit of it. They were always they were always some some uh confluence of
0: like you know, they've always been somebody. Velvet Underground or Velvet Underground crossed costumes. with a New or Yeah, yeah. Or like, last night, remember, is so similar to American Girl. I feel so it's it's nothing new for the Strokes to do. And I I don't. I'm not somebody who cares about that. Some people like to discount a song because, hey, that's the same melody. In the verse is the chorus of the ghost in you by the psychedelic Furs. Well, who gives a shit? They're both great songs.
1: They're not trying to pass it off as their own. They're oh, obviously is. sampling right. it. Right. Whereas like, you know,
0: you could say like last night is a little
1: <laughs> you get it's not yeah. That's right.
0: Because Maybe they uh, when they wrote last night, they thought nobody's gonna hear this.
1: It's the trick to it's the trick to all hip hop. It's like, no, it's not derivative, it's sampling.
0: Right. <laughs> 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 right yeah so uh there has been a fine line like yeah completely yeah. accepted in hip-hop this the basis of the genre right don't you fucking dare do it in rock you know no, yeah well except it's yeah. always been a weird distinction um right. but yeah so you you just listened to it for, for the first time so what are your i want you to hear your impressions about the new abnormal
1: yeah i like it i it, to me it reminds me of like their 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 classics their yeah first couple albums um except just it's a little more it's a little
0: i feel like it's more, exploratory kind of like for. it's a little more it's a
1: little oh yeah it's definitely more personal like the themes mm-hmm. uh explored are definitely more reflective and, and personal more yeah. mature in that way but the music itself is a little uh, more subdued i guess mm-hmm. not that i mean they they certainly had their yeah, I don't know. They they were definitely good at the kind of sub- subdued uh but it's it was more like uh it's less aloof, I guess. <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah more yeah. subdued, but not in an aloof way, although it has some, some decent grooves to it. So it's it's uh it's it's a solid album. It's not groundbreaking, it's no. not their best album. Uh but it's
0: um, it feels like the, the Strokes 100% again to
1: They've never been like the most um, Right we just talked about All the things they get compared to So it's not like they were ever They were always a band that you could confuse With other bands but um, Only because those bands are copying them A yeah. little bit A little bit um, I remember when I was a kid And didn't, know, didn't really know the Strokes Just heard their songs on the radio mm-hmm. They don't really sound like this person except maybe vocally which is why i did i would confuse the strokes with uh pete yorn,
0: <laughs> pete yorn. <laughs> yeah if you, you gave like, me 50 guesses of you would who you never confuse the strokes with he would not have been in the top 500 no exactly but like, i was 13 but i was 13 years old he does so. kind of look like he could be in the strokes right he looks he, like you're it. looking at visually but he sounds it, the music is is a different style altogether but the vocal styling could be uh i don't think we've ever acknowledged pete yorn's existence to one another i think this no is the first we've never met pete yorn's never come up i don't think so so, so yeah, I, wait tell me about this why I why what was i'm trying to what was the what was pete yorn's b- biggest hit his big album was called music for the morning after it was all yeah. one word i know that Okay, that's kind uh, of crazy okay. thing. All one so way. That,
1: Yeah. <laughs> so okay, first off, they're they're very they were big at the same time, right? Okay. So that's mainly why. Like you know, okay. So the Pete Yarn song, like "Strange Condition," you hear that one? I think that was the hit. Yeah. Compared to, and then that was last night. I don't know. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> um,
0: yeah, I was like, ah, this is like... Oh, the, this the- song is popular. Oh, this next song must be that same band's, like, acoustic ballad. No, this is like the punk... Last Night is like the punkier Pete Yorn song. <laughs> oh, you thought they were Pete Yorn. I thought you thought Pete Yorn was the strokes. You thought the strokes were Pete Yorn. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like you're, you're, you've are you're always been... It's like you were completely naive and just dropped into the into the world of music fandom at 12... I feel like you, you were always fans of bands before that. Not
1: that I knew you, but I was not a well connected thirteen year old for the contemporary stuff. Oh okay. I, I, I was pretty well versed for someone my age in like classic rock, just from my dad, I would say. Yeah. And I you know, so I was like I was a thirteen year old Beatles fan. There weren't too many of us around. Right. But like I was actually uh I was more pretentious. I had an older so my older brother was six years older than me. And he was into like alternative rock and there. I remember like one of his first concerts they went to with like a group of friends in either maybe eighth grade. Yeah, probably eighth grade. Was, Let me guess. Um, the Strokes and Pete Yorn co-headlining. No, he's older. He's no <laughs> before to uh, that would have been that would have been in high school yeah. for him. No, it was it was Bush with no doubt and the Goo, Goo
0: Dolls. Wow. The it's where the marriage began. Yeah, yeah exactly.
1: He was there. He was oh. there. <laughs> but, uh, no, so I used to give him shit for liking, like, modern rock. Yeah. Yeah, I'd be like, oh, this is, this is so bad. It's, this sounds like the Strokes and Pete Yorn. My dad also likes music slightly older than, than he is, and then it is, like, you know, would be like, ah, pff, you know, music these days, right? Right. So then I adopted that. So
0: I would yeah. be like, ah, it's all this new stuff. Okay, so you were able to distinguish between the old stuff. All the new stuff is like sounding. All weird. the new stuff yeah, sucked. But then, old, but then, but then once like the
1: same. But then once I'm starting. But then by like middle school, then I started like I gave you it. Regressed in. back to a thirteen. I regressed. Yeah, I became a normal kid that liked the new right. stuff. Okay. Yeah.
0: So you would be able to if if somebody played you like a one second clip of of a song and asked you, "Is this a Beatles song? Is it a Wings song, or is it a Paul Solo song?" You'd be like. Yeah, of course that's a fucking Wings That's a Paul Solo. That's Beatles song. Mm-hmm. I had one like of my first
1: CDs. One of my that's first nice. CDs I got was, uh, was the Wings Greatest Hits. Oh, yeah? Yeah, and then I started coming around on, like, Modern Rock. And I was like, were you-, yeah. were "You And my a- brother, but, like, my brother, my, it's like my brother, like, smashing pumpkins and stuff. And, like, yeah. you know. And then I eventually came. I was like, okay. I started liking that. But then I started liking all the stupid shit that was on the Modern Rock radio. And I never really dove deep into, like, was good like they would just play the strokes and not id it right just like i had heard that song last night I, like i knew every word of it i didn't know who it was by yeah that' yeah it's a good song pete yorn wrote a, a nice <laughs> a good one
0: he's not a fair pete yorn
1: song my <laughs> brother although i i knew, i started to learn music through my brother i think he was a, he liked pete yorn so i so i mean, i was more familiar with pete yorn
0: i'm sure he liked the that's, strokes too though. that's hilarious I can't believe that that's gonna come up. So uh, anyway, the new abnormal, uh, Brooklyn Bridge of Chorus. That's that's my favorite song. And that's your favorite song. I like the last song, which oh, is weird. Uh, Ode to the Mets. You're
1: a soaker for last songs. It's you every time I'm always like, oh, he's Alex, even though even if it's like the worst song on the album, he's gonna <laughs> some, make some stupid thing about why this is the best song.
0: On binaural, my favorite song is typing. <laughs> the last song, which is typewriter. <laughs> like that's how into last songs I am. Right, right. No, I do, I do really like Ode to the Mets. Um, that was actually written. I, uh, I read an interview with Julian Casablancas. He said it was written after they lost in the playoffs. You know, yeah. Like
1: eliminated. I think I was just reading about it. Yeah, they lost the wild card game to the Giants oh, okay. in
0: 2016, uh-huh. which is weird. So the song is old. You're right. Yeah. And he was at the Mets Willets Point Station, and that's where it comes from. Been there. Yeah. Have you been to a Mets game? Yeah, Mets Cardinals 2017.
1: It's called Mets Willett's Point, but it's also where you get off to go to the tennis center.
0: Yeah, well, they're right next to each other. Yeah. What's on my mind? song the album but that is that is a great last track it's very you know it's got that big build might not like a lot of stroke songs it no. builds like no i thought it was the most I, right i i thought it was the most so it's
1: like some like the songs are also like long some of them are over yes. long
0: yeah I'll, I'll, you think too long
1: yeah, some amble at the end, which is okay.
0: But yeah. like, why? some of it, some of it's okay. Some of it's a little like, eh,
1: well, why? I, but,
0: uh, I love that it's only nine songs. I love. I I hate. But I feel the like opposite of this, where like in the '90s, bands would like feel the need to put 14, 15, 16 songs on an album just because they could. Now with a CD, and now yeah. when we now even though we moved past the CD, that's the album still.
1: Well, I don't know. Uh,
0: it's never, I love the, a brief album. Like, get back to the seven. You don't need. You don't even need ten songs. Well, you the know, strokes ten songs kind of thought it was a minimum. Maybe. Okay. Well, the strokes have never. I've always. Well, actually, not always. They never had a single single digit track listing though. No, but they. Okay, but like. But it's been like thirty-two minutes. minutes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I love their brevity. Yeah. So, you know, you talk about some songs ample. Yeah. So they kind of lose that a little bit here. That's but, true.
1: And, and in a couple of cases, it's fine. I an Ode to the Mets, I think it's great, actually. I think... It needs that time. I feel like this is a, an actual progression that they've... If we're talking about, like, frustrations with the strokes, it's that lack of progression.
0: Yes. Right,
1: <laughs> right. This is... Or lack of, like like, meaningful progression, anyway, instead of just, like, maybe a little bit of, like, style jumping. But, like, yeah. no, like, actual, like no Good development hour. as no development right especially because that's when you it's one of it's a really i think could be a missed opportunity when you when you hit it big with a with a great debut album at a young age you now have it's like it becomes very incredibly hard to follow up right everybody knows that the follow-up right. is so hard but when you break early you also have the chance to like your your music can Tr- kind of trace this growth, the development of you as a human as well. And like, I don't understand why that is been so hard for a band like the Strokes. And it's kind of disappointing that it, it has. Yeah. It, well, it be- I
0: think that's, yeah, that's, I think that's why. Because I mean, it just you know, makes them
1: look, it, it just like. makes them look like, and, and in this constant state of arrested development, you never moved past this, uh, you know, post adolescence that, you, and you just live your whole life in it. And, um, and so, like, it's kind of disappointing. It's a little unfair, I guess, the way I'm being critical of them because, you know, they gave us music and, like, they don't really owe me anything, you know. They can make the music they want and I can enjoy it or not enjoy it. But um, but it's just an opportunity. And just, like, a song like this, it's just – it's, like, that's – like, there it is. It's, like, all this talent and yeah. excitement that you used to have, but now you can combine it instead of just trying to make the same thing or – try to copy who you've been into lately it's like uh, an honest and original uh expression of yourself through your music which uh i a song like to mets uh is uh is really nice and so like that's what i i'm okay So, why some of the songs just being too long it's like okay like you just but the idea of a band that that, that cut its teeth on two to three minute like Distillations of uh, of 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 rock and roll um, that were great, then progressing into songs that have more movement and more, you know, is the kind of thing that I normally love to see in my bands. I just some of these it doesn't, but a song like "Ode to the Mets" I think is is perfectly where I would like the Strokes to be in the year 2020. You know, and I also I also like the um, use of the Mets as just a metaphor for disappointment. It's like it's like almost unfair how much ah. shit the Mets get because they're like... They're I like, didn't even I, think about that, actually. I they didn't, are think like I didn't a, a that disappointing that. franchise, but like, come on, they're not like that. But but I guess just being in New York and, you know, it's like they're not the right. Knicks. like, but like right. not the Knicks. Just like when they, when they blew a seven-game lead in 17 games in 2007,
0: it was like, oh, such a Mets thing. It's like... Well, that was, a, that was a great breakdown of Ode to the Mets, and yeah, stuff I hadn't thought about. I, but I, and I love, I, I, I love the thought or the idea that maybe you could defend any song, no matter if it was complete shit, just yeah. if it had a baseball reference in the title. Unless it yeah. mentioned those, you know, the fucking- Oh yeah, Diamondbacks do or some shit. Oh, uh, <laughs> who would? There's no, there's no,
1: there's no Diamondback fans that make any good music. I promise you that.
0: You know even though it just it's a really good album itself but it's like yes here now this is the strokes you know yeah. this is what we've been waiting for yeah and but i think the strokes they started to do that with first impressions of earth but then then they yeah. took five years and came back with two largely you know good but unimaginative albums yeah, yeah. They yeah, outbreak they, for another seven years, and now we now we're finally. Right, it,
1: it's weird. of It's they're like in a Malay. Their albums sound like a band in a Malay is just like churning out out an album every year, but they don't come out every year. <laughs> they you know?
0: don't. They yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they can't even in the studio together.
1: So it's right. It, it, it is kind of. It's like it's like that happens, but they just took years off in between, which I suspect is kind of what happened. They it just. It's not like they were working. I don't. Feel, right. that Those albums don't feel like they were. Worked over for several years, and then right. it feels like they were like yeah let's get back together and do a strokes album, yeah and they just like this is what they came up this one, although since we're talking about the fact that this it, this song was written after a game in two thousand and sixteen it it feels a little bit more like you know for some of its flaws, but it I think where it succeeds is it feels a little more. Earn it feels like it actually reflects some of that passing of time and like the sure. the actual like actually letting things sit and just like you know kind of marinate. It right. sounds like it, this music seems like it's it's marinated
0: a little bit. Totally, absolutely, and the production is great. um I don't uh, know Rick why they couldn't it.
1: re-record a version of "Ode to the Mets" where Julian doesn't tell the drummer like to. I love
0: that. I love that. I don't know why they didn't Jeez. just do another take, but whatever, I yeah. guess. No, that's – no, but that's kind of the thing is that's – the strokes have always kind of had this at their best, I feel like, like, a kind of don't give a fuck kind of vibe.
1: Right, yeah, which and I, just, I respect. I know, I know I know it was an obviously an, an artistic
0: de- decision, yeah. not a laziness one, but like – But that brings me yeah. to another thing is that I – so I usually – hate it when the fourth wall is broken in a song. Like I hate when the song itself is mentioned. We, i told you about this before, right? Like I hate when a song is mentioned yeah, in you, a song. Like the, the example I was thinking of is, uh, and there's plenty yeah. more. Yeah, I don't it. know why because it can be done very cleverly. It well. can be, so, right. So I don't know I mean, why you would. It can, you can, you can also be against. done very lazily. And I think what it is, I just hate the laziness. Which you one, like, lazily? Because the, I the example I always think Anything of mine is, is the first um, and this shouldn't surprise you. The first Liam Gallagher written Oasis song, or at least released, was, it's called Little James. It's on, uh, Standing on the Shoulder of Giants. Oh. two thousand, and, uh, and he's like, you know, it's just like what you would imagine. It's, um I'm it's, you know, it's a good sentiment because it's about his son, but it's, I'm singing this song for you and your mom. It's like, come on, Liam, give it another fucking Passover. This, well, is a, just a bad this isn't This is an early two thousands. This isn't an early two thousand ten Strokes album. I mean, put a little thought into it.
1: No, I, I don't.
0: I don't see that as. I don't.
1: I don't feel like the. I. I feel like you're criticizing the wrong thing. I don't think okay. that, I don't think the well, breaking of the four. I think the breaking of the fourth wall has has unfairly caught your uh, your. Um, yeah, my ire. Yeah, you're Irish. Well, but,
0: but here's the thing. I say that because I love how it's done. As much as I hate stuff like that, I love how, much it's, how, how well it's done on the Strokes album. It's like in Brooklyn Bridge of Chorus. Uh, can we switch into the chorus right yeah. now? That's just so – I love it. Or there's another time where he mentions Fab on the album. That he says um, – oh, it's just like in a spoken intro. It's like, you always have the click in you, Fab. Like you like it, you like it. Um, you like it when Neil Young does it, right? Breaks the. Uh, when does he do it? What about Ambulance Blues? Uh yes, yes, yeah. No, yeah. I mean, Ambulance Blues is one of my favorite songs of all time. So I just right. need a pass, even if. Yeah. I, yeah. No. Yeah. Um, I love you like I it when you like it when Craig Finn does it. I assume. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, the whole city is just one big broken fourth wall. That's (laughs) true. Well, yeah. (laughs) I guess self-reference maybe isn't the same
1: thing, right? You're not saying. It's
0: similar. Actually, funny you should say that because uh, I just wrote yesterday a thing for the Stroke Zine listing all the times, or maybe the the best examples or whatever, of when the Strokes had broken the fourth wall or done self-reference. Put a nice little list together. So I like it. I like it when the Strokes do it. Like on Ask Me Anything, you know, that's from First Impressions of Earth. He's like, we could drag it out, but that's for the bands to do. (laughs) Yeah, that's good. Uh, Yeah, it's clever. Yeah, yeah.
1: That seems like the kind you don't like, like sort of like humorous, like sort of. You want the song to take itself seriously. It seems. That's like. it's usually
0: true. Yeah, but yeah, this joke's doing well.
1: So one I like is uh, is a uh, there's a car seat headrest one where it's like there's like a verse and then it's like building and there's just like a musical like break and he's like is it time for the chorus yet? <laughs> <And> he, goes, <laughs> he goes, no, we need more building of the verse so that way when the chorus comes it'll be even that much or it'll, <laughs> be, <laughs> it'll be more s- satisfying. And, uh, then he, and then he goes into it, and then he goes back into like the, and then he goes, I guess like the second verse or the continuation of the first. Yeah, one. yeah.
0: So I think maybe it's just kind of that DGAF attitude that maybe that's yeah. why it works well with the strokes. So yeah, I, I, I love I, it. It's all of the new album. Rock and roll is is serious, but it's also like not
1: serious, you know. Right, it's, right. It's, it's rock and roll. It's pop music, and it's it's anti. Uh, right? It's supposed to be non-pretentious. It's supposed, you know, I know it's, we're so many years into the rock and roll uh, story, you know, history that it, it's become so many things, but but ultimately, I, it's supposed to be like counterculture. Right? It's supposed right. to be, and it's supposed to be young people music, even though, if, even even when it's made by older people, it should still have the little uh, spirit of, of anti-conformity. And so sometimes that, you know, and that can, that bears itself in many ways, but a lot of times it can just be in the playfulness of it. Totally. And yeah. uh, so... Uh, I don't think it, it degrades the artistic ability, uh, the artistic viability of it.
0: The, all that stuff can be said for the new abnormal too. You know, it's, yeah. maybe that's why it's playful. It's, yeah.
1: Right, it's playful, but it, it, it is also and like And it captures more, that young
0: spirit from guys that are now like early 40s.
1: Yeah, it's not all serious. It's serious at times and not so serious at other yeah. times. Yeah. But it, it does, it, it's definitely, I think, the starkest, contrast for me and i'm not so i'm 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 not as well versed in uh in latter latter day strokes um as you and i'm not as versed in strokes in general as you but it's willing to like kind of explore you know uh areas unexplored or things undone that you know and for for maybe silly reasons but like you know it's there's a there's a there's a hue of regret which uh you know i i i think uh maybe it's like not the healthiest uh emotion or is that a is it an emotion i don't know but it's a uh, the healthiest thing to uh to right you shouldn't um as a person you don't want to uh dwell on regrets however in art and in song it it it's a natural expression of of like the human experience well it's
0: where you can kind of uh let go of it maybe by
1: yeah exactly that's exactly what that's exactly what music does right that's like i don't understand people who can't like handle contemplative music or you know people that tell me like oh how could you listen like oh radiohead it's just so depressing i'm like people who don't like serious music. It's like, I just don't consider you a serious person, (laughs) (laughs) but they're like, Oh, but like, why do I want to dwell on like, why do I want to bum myself out with my entertainment? They people say the same thing about movies and stuff. I'm like, you know, I mean, I I can appreciate the occasional mindless popcorn entertainment too, but it's like, but I'm, I'm much more enthralled in, in stuff that, that, that connects with my humanity on some level. Right. Humorously or, you know, or uh, uh, seriously. And the Early Strokes albums are, uh, I think, are are serious but, like, playful but connect with the idea of, uh, you know, I don't know, being a young 20-something white guy and trying to get laid. And it's not like the – it doesn't have to be the most, like, profound ideas but that it's authentic and human, that's all, um, so, sometimes, no sometimes, so that's, but, but sometimes when you get older and you look back, you have regrets. And so it's just like, it's authentic and human. And so that's, that's what I connect with. It doesn't always have to be depressing and sad. It doesn't always, but it, it's like, if you can't deal with that a little bit in your art, like you're then, and you, you can't enjoy it. If some, I'm like, you know, things that I enjoy the most are things that make me think.
0: Right. No. <laughs> well, just, it's, all, it's all about being real. It's all about artis- right. artistic authenticity. Yeah.
1: yeah, otherwise I would just listen to EDM and
0: whatever. <laughs> right. you know, it's like. All right, so our next segment of the show is. Uh where we each ask each other a pressing question about the band in question. This time, The Strokes. Yeah, so Seth, I'll ask you mine first. So I used to be of the opinion, and I can't go there anymore, but I used to be of the opinion that Room on Fire was better than Is This It? And there are things I like, I think that Room on Fire does better than Is This It? But as a whole, it's clear now to me that Is This It is a cut or two above Room on Fire, even though there's you know similar albums. So but and you were so vehemently opposed and offended, really. Like I offended your sensibilities, I felt. Like I had dishonored your your family by suggesting that Room on Fire even touched Is this it. What makes Is This It so much better than Room on Fire, even though they're similar records? It's the original. It's the original. Okay i mean not just that but like come on it
1: it was they made this album and it was successful and then they made the same one beyond that the highs are much higher on on is this it sure I I think that's what or maybe not maybe not much higher they're a little bit higher but they're also more there's 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 more highs okay on on is this it um so just like Room on fire doesn't have
0: a hard to explain
1: no it doesn't it, i think some of the um like you know the the sort of the drowsier songs i guess are are very comparable on, on that you I could take it or leave it um not that oh! one, but, but but with any of the songs um from either of the albums i think the songs are a little you know punchier with the better melodies the lyrical content is, is basically the same level yeah i will say a song on room on fire like one of the two hits of the album you know, reptilia i really like i i thought pushes the uh the formula a little bit i yeah I it has a little bit of muscle like on the baseline a little bit something totally. that uh yeah that's that was kind of novel and and it's just you know and insanely catchy but the the catchiness on is this it the songs are just uh, uh rooted in in i think better structures okay i think the brilliance of is this it a lot of it is the very, is the directness and it's so it just feels tighter um the part the the punchier parts are tighter like you know is this it's versus the end has no end it's like okay well whatever there's no like real difference in, in quality there but um as far as like the the top songs i would have more and slightly better um from Is this it. you were the one who had to change so you could you should be
0: you should, yeah well There are some really, really strong melodies, I feel like, on on Room on Fire. Yeah, I feel like the lows are a little lower on Is This It? So maybe that makes Room on Fire a little more consistent in terms of just, that's a great melody, that's a great melody, that's a great melody, you know? And maybe that's what it was.
1: Maybe a little
0: bit more consistent. We're talking about a 9.5 versus a 9. They're both great albums.
1: Maybe a little but more but like yeah i I agree but you know but i think the consistency of room on fire is also what makes it kind of less remarkable
0: yeah sure okay yeah because there's not like there's never a transcendent moment like hard to explain Mm, yeah or yeah or someday or something you know so yeah and like you said it's It's like it's time so it's going to be inherently it's not going to feel special
1: right it's like, like um the worst music reviewing magazine, Rolling Stone. Um But I I remember that like they they called like Is This It I think like the second best album of the two thousands. I was right. They it was number two on the best album. Let me guess number one. The- was it Kid A? Yeah, Kid oh, A was on it. I think Kid A was everyone's number one. Like
0: Not what I was gonna ask you, yeah, uh, who is your favorite stroke? My favorite stroke is Albert Hammond Jr. You bastard! That was my <laughs> favorite stroke. Is that your favorite stroke? Uh, oh, That's that my favorite stroke. I'll well, take I the other. Know, gu- I'll I take know, I the know. other
1: guitarist. This can be an Albert Hammond Jr. love vest. Oh, oh, yeah.
0: I mean, in the name first off, great name. name, of course, right? And then I get kind of an underdog quality from him, being the more rhythm guitarist. He, you know, he'll get his solo. I was watching a strokes concert on youtube was, they, sh- they share they split solos don't they i feel like valencia gets more yeah maybe uh, uh, maybe at least maybe, maybe i'll, maybe I'll
1: t- yeah well i'll take valencia
0: then you yeah. take like, valencia okay okay so i was watching a uh the strokes live at La palooza live and lol was Chile. i was watching and then like albert hammond jr takes a solo and I was like wait he hasn't taken a solo the whole show
1: the the rhythm rhythm guitar is really the is sort of the heart of the strokes
0: it is that's true
1: um, but 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 I think the lead to the interplay, the interplay. It's, yeah. So I'll go. I, I like, but you know, I, I think a lot of really nice lead melodies, and and I they play off each other really well. So yeah.
0: But I, you're right. The I, rhythm is a lot more essential than in, it usually is. I think it's time to move on to our next segment, and uh, mercifully, our last segment, where we give our most underrated free charges. Our most underrated worst and best songs. And we've tried to anticipate duplicates for all of them. Seth, why don't you uh-huh. start with your most underrated stroke song?
1: My most underrated stroke song is Heart Cage. From
0: First all Impressions all right. of Earth. But you're, what are you saying? It's like Room on Fire, is this it? Level?
1: I don't really know anything about it. It's a a claim, I guess. But I I assume that, yeah, because it's an album track off of First Impressions, not their best album, and not certainly um, as regarded as the first two or beloved. First Impressions of Earth has some flaws. Yeah. Some serious flaws. But it, uh, it also has a little bit more diversity. Yeah, it started so, to put
0: them on that path towards diversity.
1: Just the heart in the cage, though, is has a is, has a has a sort of like you know they had this sort of uh, like uh, aloof punkiness. This one has I, is I like it has like a little bit more muscle, but it, then it, it still stands up. It's still like got the catchy, solid strokes melody, but yeah, got a, it's got a fat bass line, which is you don't know you know and and. Uh, it got a nice groove to it, a little kind of muscular groove. So, you know, and there was a few, there's a few good s- examples of that on First Impressions of Earth that I, I could have with, But that one is my favorite.
0: Yeah, my most underrated stroke song is Life is Simple in the Moon. Song on Angles, um, it's just got a timeless melody. The uh, I guess you could, it's either, I guess there's it's probably the chorus, and then there it goes verse, chorus, post chorus. I'd say it's it's kind of a fluid song, but um, the so we talk about ourselves that that melody is just possibly my favorite Julian Casablanca's melody, um, and it's not that I see a lot, any, I've never seen an ill word about, spoken about, Life is Simple in the Moonlight, but uh, I also don't see get, get it get its due along with the greatest stroke songs, so.
1: I agree, I, that's not a song I, that would be on the front of my mind when yeah. talking about the Strokes. so. But I also
0: read, it, it, I read that Julian Casablanca's, that's his favorite song on the album. So, he, he likes it too. What's your worst stroke song, Seth? All right, well, I didn't do, um no, maybe
1: uh, necessarily my full due diligence on this, but I've, I've got a good candidates here, so I'll just go with it. Okay. Um, I'll go, same album as my most underrated. Mine is mine.
0: mine, mine is that way too.
1: Yeah, okay. Uh, from First Impressions of Earth, the worst stroke song I can think of is Vision of Division. Yeah, it's a clunker. A oh, clunker, what is clunky? It, the whole song is clunky. It's, the whole song, the melody—it's—it's it, it's an uncharacteristically starting with hacky the title, me- hacky right. me- Oh, the, t- the title is not great, but <laughs> the the melody is—is is, no, it's it's a messy, it's a messy, messy song. And okay, the yelling, really? the 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 vocals are bad. It's not a good song.
0: Okay, the the it's, verse I'll give you is clunky.
1: It never hits a good groove. It devolves into some kind of shitty cock rocky screaming stuff and um and and it and it the rhythm but i think the, the biggest thing i think it's really i think the rhythm is bad it's like when when the rhythm is like not working like that you should stop and like rework it like you shouldn't just go with with that so it gives it a of kind of an aimlessness you know it's just I like that. it just kind of goes it just kind of goes by even though it's loud it still just goes by without even making an impression because the the melody is not is not that catchy and the rhythm section is just off and the I, vocals at the end are bad
0: no i think i know what you're talking it's it's when he's like screaming how long must i wait versus in and then over the guitar is yeah. going Ne-ne-ne-ne.
1: It's, a, it's, an un, it's a not a well-earned or, or well-executed crescendo. I like the concept of a crescendo being earned. Everybody loves a crescendo, but you have to earn a crescendo. Otherwise, it's, it has a lot of things happening. Yeah. They, but why? Right. They did a lot. They, it was a lot of effort to create a very forgettable song.
0: <laughs> or not a lot of effort, but a lot of elements to create a very forgettable song. You would agree there's no real clunkers. Like even Vision of the Division, you probably give like a four of 10, right? It's, well, I know. There's no, it doesn't, they don't uh, the depths of music like Weezer does. But maybe there would be if they release music more often. But
1: uh, Stroke's albums have left me cold, but I've never, I've never gone like, yeah, oh,
0: that was an abomination against music or anything. <laughs> my, my Stroke's, Worst Stroke's song is also from the album I picked, my most underrated song is You're So Right, the fourth song on Angles. Angles starts off so hot. Like, you got Machu Picchu, Undercover of Darkness, Two Kinds of Happiness, then You're So Right, but then Taken for a Fool, one of my favorite songs. Um, and I say the second half isn't as good, even though my favorite song, Life is Simple in the Moonlight. is Yeah, but what's... but That's your most underrated song. But what's your... Uh, so my worst is you're so right. The fourth song. It's in between okay. it's it's one half it's one it's the only clunker I'd say on if there is one on the first first side. But it's yeah, it's just kind of it's uh it's filler, it's punky for the sake of being punky, weird for the sake of being weird, and there's nothing nothing to grab onto really at all. You know, it's just it's such a it's a pointless song.
1: What album was, was like they were going like uh, Nigel Godrich was going to produce it, but then he didn't. Nigel
0: Godrich, I think that was Room on Fire. Yeah. Or was it Is This It? No, it was Room on Fire. No, it wasn't Is This It. Is This but It? Yeah. They almost had somebody, some other famous producer, though. I forget who. But then they went with somebody else. Um. um but- so anyway, You're So Right is
1: them uh, is, 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 I, is like them uh, trying to Imitate a Radiohead, Tom York, like Vogel. They're they're trying to get Nigel
0: Godrich. I think is <laughs> right. Right. You're so right. Um, Thank you. Yeah. So um, yeah, I don't have, I don't feel as strongly about it about not liking this song as you do. Vision to vision, but it's just kind of a pointless song. Okay. So uh, best best stroke songs then to close this out on a high note. What um what's your what's what's your best stroke song?
1: Um, my best stroke song. My best stroke song. It sounds I'd had nothing to do with it,
0: but <laughs> yes, you did. You're Albert
1: Hammond Jr. That's right. My my favorite stroke song is hard to explain. Yay! Off of his, this Is it the first
0: single? I thought last night. Um, not that I was aware of the promotional campaign for "Is This It" at the time. No. Um, and I definitely oh, heard last night. Bef- I heard last
1: night before I ever heard "Hard to Explain," for sure. But but,
0: but but did you hear? But did you hear "Hard to Explain" before Pete Yorn's "Strange Condition"? Like, did it go last night? "Strange Condition," "Hard to Explain."
1: No, it probably went. <laughs> strange condition well maybe last night strange condition hard to explain that's what i was thinking but maybe hard to maybe uh maybe strange condition last night hard to explain
0: okay hmm. oh interesting anyway the single release order this: it went hard to explain slash new york city cops i guess everywhere except america it was both it was a double-sided single um except of course new york city cops doesn't exist in america even
1: 19 i think the single did because they came because it came out before the album
0: oh okay so it came out before 9 11 so yeah well you, and you, well hard to explain and it and uh last night were on their the first ep right we're on the modern age okay um and then they went last night then someday okay so why hard to explain um it's just awesome it's a great song it's perfect the it's perfect, yeah, perfect. It, it's, the
1: Chorus melody is perfect. Me. Yeah. I mean, if you want to like heart. nitpick, you could make fun of the lyrics. But even then, even those are of like, of like the not so serious, I, uh, strokes lyrics, I still, even those I think are is some of the best, some of his best. It, it's dynamic. It has a great melody. Total earworm. Yeah. The, the rhythm is tight. Your, your guitar interplay is some of the best. And, um, and it's, and it's um, essential strokes. It's to the point. I don't know. That chorus could just like live in my head forever.
0: Totally. Yeah. yeah. All that I agree. Yeah. I totally agree with. And also I feel like it's essential strokes also because it's grounded in New York, right? It feels like it's in the city. Yeah. You know, I missed the last bus. Take the next train.
1: Right. And, and, and like the classic New York story of like the local mailing with the, someone from out of state from Carolina. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know what else to say. It's just, it's just, it sounds good. You put it on, you're like, this song
0: sounds good. Okay, so my, my favorite, stroke song, uh, for many of the same reasons, I could just copy and paste someday. <laughs> It's also perfect verse yeah. melody, perfect chorus melody, great guitars. Someday has a yearning to it. But it's got nice. that yearning melody.
1: Someday.
0: Yeah, Zach, exactly. uh, Someday is mine. You know what? I don't know if you have the same thing. I have a hard time. I have a much easier time. It doesn't have the energy. Someday it just doesn't quite have the energy of hard to explain to me, but some days are great. All right. Yeah, it's well, great. Was it's, a closer, it's a, I was going to pick hard to explain until really, you were, were you an you? asshole. Ah, well, I could have.
1: <laughs> I could have gone. I, my my second choice probably would have been barely legal because it's it's uh, like the closest to hard to explain.
0: It is, yeah, like lyrically. Lyrically and musically, I think. Is, yeah. but, I have a hard time, and it's hard to explain, but uh, someday maybe I can it, uh, I have a much easier time talking about why uh, criticizing a song than talking about why I love it. I don't know why that is. That's
1: if we knew more about what makes songs great, we would just be would musicians, right. right? Right. But we we're critics because so. we know we know we know what we know when a song has gone bad, right? You know why? So we can do that. So that's why we're
0: critics. Otherwise, yeah. But if a song's is great, our own, yeah, that's great song. I love it. I don't know how they do it but it's good <laughs> even though i i you know i you know me i always look on the bright side of things or i try to so yeah. you would think i'd be able to just espouse about why i love this song and i feel like when i'm writing i can't it's just talking yeah. about it i can't put it into words but yeah someday is a great song it's perfect in the same way that hard to explain is hard to explain was going to be my choice but i'm going with someday because you took that i think any um, song from barely legal to
1: hard to explain hmm on the track list things is a good choice of okay. is this it
0: any song from barely legal to hard to explain yeah
1: would be a good choice
0: yeah can't go wrong last night yeah even alone together though the that that was that was i feel like when i first heard is this
1: it my favorite song
0: yeah i, I think that would
1: be a, a little bit of a weird choice but still a great song
0: yeah well that's the strokes for you or at least our uh, interpretation of them So thank you everybody for listening to fan talks. uh, And we'll, we'll see you next time on fan talks. Do we have a theme song? I don't know. I guess that's up to the producer.
1: Should we do a parody?
0: Fan talks. Listen every day.